0: Welcome, everybody, to Perfect Movie, a podcast hosted by two regular guys who went from couch to marathon, and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, joined as always by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona.
1: (laughs) Near, near, near. Remember Remember that kid in middle school who would walk down the hallway going, near, near, near?
0: or like ring, ring, ring. <laughs> who was that see hack hack remembers who oh i
1: forgot <laughs> We're, we, we have a guest today he's waiting in the wings Maybe <laughs> he can tell us who uh was victor the kid that walked, victor, victor victor something yeah victor something sh- okay, at, at some point we that- will have enough guests that are our friends that they will be able to remind us who victor Ste victor victor steger victor steger, victor steger
0: stagger. yeah he was in my grade mm-hmm. he was like an aspiring um uh like motorcycle dude like right. dirt bike you know and uh he was really good but yeah vincent staggered that's it j- it just came to me
1: and he would walk is- down the hall making motorcycle ring, noises. Ring,
0: ring, <laughs> ring. <laughs> well
1: i did my best to do a, a mad max fury road sound effect Victor Steger, call in. Vincent Steger, call in sometime and you'll do a better job. Okay, here we are. Yep. Result show. Mm Mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road. Let. Total let. (laughs) We've ever had a let. It's this one. Here's some things I noticed. You know how when we did Walter Mitty... People were like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Anthony. I have right. to vote no." <laughs> Nobody's friggin' right. sorry about this one. People loved voting no for Mad Max: Free Road. They loved it. They wrote long comments about it. So we have a guest coming up because we have something important yep. that we want to talk about. Um, but yep. first, I think we need to get right. In, <laughs> we need to pull off the band aid. Right. Tear it off. It's like when you're getting your back waxed, just rip it off. We need yep. to get the results of Mad I Max think this,
0: Fury Road. This band aid is like the band aid um, that we used to wear on our nipples when we would um, <laughs> run right. a lot because it's just like that guy that he's just like, yeah, he's like with the ring on, yeah, because okay, it, it
1: tears is. hair out. Also, you've got a, a tearing right. of the skin, then you've got nipple hair coming off with it. This is how I feel about this vote. Uh, now, I'll tell you, it has not changed my mind in one bit. We're going to talk about that at length. I'm going to respond to some of these comments. Can't wait. Um, but we need to get – we made these stupid rules, so we need to get yep. to the results. Um, how should we do this? Should we go
0: – Doesn't the choice, the person whose choice, it is go first? Good
1: idea. Okay, choice first then second boy and then the gomer nation all right
0: mhm
1: listen yep. you you said this thing that we believe perfect does not equal flawless
0: right yep
1: i will posit that is true except for this movie it is perfect and it is flawless <laughs> i don't know why we didn't get 100% footage of this um <laughs> I'm not, it's, I don't have that much of an emotional connection to this movie. I didn't think. But it stings a little that not many people agreed with this statement I'm about to make. Yes, yes, okay. this the Mad Max Fury Road, it is a perfect movie. It should have won Best Picture. Screw whatever else won. I can't even remember right now. <laughs> They should, they should be thrown into the trash bin. Mad Max Fury Road was better than whatever it was. Um, we'll talk about more why, but there there you go. There's my vote. Yes, it should go on the flash drive.
0: Okay. Um, I hate to say it, dude. I'm just going to say no. This shouldn't go on the flash drive. Okay. It might make those aliens too, like, revved up. They might come after us and, like like they might design muscle cars um or or they
1: might think like oh that's a worthy challenger to us right like they're true. tired of taking yeah. over worlds where it's just like they bend over they like bow the knee yeah. right away to the xenomorphs right. they need a challenge yeah. and so they're like oh if this is earth if they've got flame throwing guitars
0: <laughs> maybe
1: for once we can have a fun challenge and so they would actually come and attack us
0: right hmm. Okay. Um, So my, but remember, of my perfect is gotta love the way it sounds, looks, yeah, Yeah. what it like. My my nostalgia can supersede all. Remember, I took Trump out and said supersede instead. Um.
1: (laughs) Yes, I do. You very purposefully say
0: supersede (laughs) Um, because it is a good verb. But uh, so I could not have this one in the background. You know Got what I mean? It. Like this couldn't be a bad. Like I've just watched through the other three again. No, oh, no, sorry. I watched one and two, okay. and like as background, it's not as familiar to me. Right. It just doesn't work as background, and that whether or not that's that's uh, qualifications for being perfect, that can be debatable. Well, but I was thinking. I about do the fact love it. That you I...
1: have zero nostalgia for it besides a negative experience. <laughs> right. Um. So. Uh, right. now, I still am convinced Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome could someday be part of your broader canon of movies that you, you, you think that you so? Love. Okay. I, I think it could be on in the background. Because it's very Return okay. of the Jedi. It's more of a there's kids in it.
0: Yes. Solar babies.
1: There's all sorts their solar babies are skating around or whatever. <laughs> They're not really. <laughs>
0: Starlight Express. <laughs> they're
1: the, they're lost. Bo- they're very. They're exactly like the Lost Boys and Hook. You'd love that movie. Plus okay, that giant, Rufio. that giant guy with the tiny guy on his shoulders. You'll love.
0: Great. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, well, you're not alone. <laughs> not only is it our lowest percentage of yeses ever, it was yeah. also our lowest vote count ever. Even from when we started this thing. It's like people just <laughs> avoided the poll altogether.
0: They just didn't go to the polls.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> they, they're, not, they're a bunch of millennials avoiding the polls.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So um, 48% didn't even crack 50. Uh, it stings. But we will talk more. I'm going to make, I'm going to, even though the vote has been cast, I am going to make one more push. Now, okay. th- just, just one thing before we introduce our guests. We have said that we're allowed to veto. We get, I think we each right. get three lifetime vetoes or whatever, where it doesn't matter yeah. what anybody says. Um, yep. I, I, I really considered using it. I'm not going to. Okay. Um, because there's, mostly because there's terror in me that there are movies coming up that people would vote no to. And I'm going to be sure. even more upset
0: <laughs> I am some right Some real now. golden geese.
1: Right, yeah. And so I still feel like I need to hold those back. But uh, Nation, I am right there. I mean, I am on the edge of <laughs> some sort of desert cliff about to jump <laughs> <laughs> and and take that veto and use it for all it's worth. But I won't. This is not going on the flash drive. Okay, let's introduce our guest. Cool. um there's something that was striking me about this movie that I was wondering about, that has to do with the casting, um, and I wanted to bring in somebody that might have a little bit more insight into this. And so, um, Ryan, you can come on in, out out from the wings. Um, our first guest on Perfect Movie is yes. his his name is Ryan Hack. He's the founder and creator of LivingOneHanded.com. Um, he's also an author and a speaker. He wrote an amazing uh, children's book called different is awesome. All about uh, how differences don't make us strange or weird or, and shouldn't, um, shouldn't sideline us, but instead it's a benefit that our differences are awesome. Um, Also full disclosure, he's my brother-in-law and we have said his name a lot over the past 12 years. Um, and so we thought it'd be fun to bring in some people that um, the nation has heard about over and over again. And this seemed like a great opportunity. So, hey, Ryan, welcome.
2: Brothers.
1: <laughs> Here he is. Hey, dudes.
2: <laughs> what up, dude? And up? also,
1: you're related to Anthony in a very <laughs> odd way, right? We found out yep. on Thanksgiving. I totally
2: forgot
0: about that. <laughs> yeah, we found out one one Thanksgiving that we're
2: related to the alts family right oh yeah that's right yeah my my mom's side yeah that's crazy. and Stephen and anthony so both in. stood in my wedding which yeah was sweet and uh married yep. steven's sister so that was cool <laughs>
1: yeah both <laughs> of you, got, you both of you guys stood up in my wedding too
2: that's right wow um,
1: so it's yeah well, obviously our relationship goes way back um mm-hmm uh also full disclosure i mean this is this is why i thought it would be interesting to talk to ryan about this because he has one hand i mean you probably could guess mm-hmm. that from he's the creator and founder of <laughs> living one um but he, here's why i wanted to bring you in ryan i i think that um uh first of all we we love you we want it we want some guests on once in a while this seemed like a great time to get you on i've been thinking a lot about furiosa Not Mm -hmm. Furiosa, Furiosa, (laughs) and the fact that she she is like a one-handed character, but Charlize Theron is not one-handed. And so that
0: got got me thinking. How did they do that?
1: (laughs) I mean, she friggin' rules.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um but it got me thinking about kind of broader casting decisions. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and what people think about a non-limb different actor being cast in a limb different role. Okay, so I'm, yeah. I want you to consider that, but first I kind of want to know just what your general thoughts on this movie. Are because, I, I mean, I'm hoping to find a kindred spirit somewhere, somewhere in this desert world.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, yes, I would say, I would lean more toward perfect than not. I, hey. I'm more in your camp, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's what's funny is back when I first saw it, I remember my friend Ryan, uh, same name, no relation, though. No. weird. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, He texted me and was like, you need to go see Fury Road. He was mad that I hadn't seen it yet. Um, And so I finally went and saw it by myself. And he just, he said, I want you to tell me what you notice. And so, and I didn't really know, I didn't know that she was going to have one hand. Um, And so I saw, you know, she appears and it's, you know, it's awesome. She's a female um, one-handed hero, essentially. Yeah. um, With all this stuff going on. And it was amazing. And I remember I texted him afterwards and was like, that's incredible. And he said how many times did they mention it
1: mm-hmm. and i was
2: like mm. zero they mentioned <laughs> it a grand total of zero times
1: yeah they mm. never
2: they never said how it happened why she was like that yeah where she got her prosthetic hand uh-huh. like nothing it just was she just was her character yep um yeah. and so i loved that about it um side note uh, my, I just upgraded our TV for our family because we've been doing a lot of more, you know, family nights and watching movies and stuff. Yeah. We've had the same armoire for 14 years with a TV that I think is 27 inches. <laughs>
1: that is like uh, for, you're like, for like 14 <laughs> years.
2: <laughs> I know. And so I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to get a new is like for mother's day surprise, whatever. So I uh-huh. go to target, I'm getting a, I get a 50 inch TV. I'm looking yes. around. There's no one around. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm just putting this thing in a shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> and so just imagine a guy with one hand putting a 50-inch TV <laughs> into a shopping cart by himself. It was something to be.
1: During done. a pandemic, um, no less. During
2: a pandemic. <laughs> wearing a mask, no less. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, Morton Joe over here, guys. Oh, man. Relevant. You're so right. Relevant. help me out.
1: And Morton <laughs> Joe would do great in the current pandemic, right? He's always that's got right. that weird. So, I mean, so would so, Mad Max. Well, that that's one true. had holes in it.
2: Right. So I so anyway, that was that was the first movie that I watched on our new TV. Ooh, and great. it was mm. incredible. So it yeah. sounded and looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed it. And I, and I did a lot of um, – I remember, again, when I first saw it, reading a lot about like – I don't know how much thought George Miller put into – um, the disability parts of the movie. I mean, it's, it, the whole thing is essentially about that. Um, yeah. in not, not specifically, but it's intertwined really in everything in the movie. And he actually, uh, um, he was a physician who worked with trauma patients before he wrote the first Mad Max.
1: That's right. I read huh. about that. Yeah. And
2: so he, you know, he has experience with people who are, shaped differently, right? And who have mm-hmm. been through trauma, who have lost limbs, all kinds of stuff. like Because if you, if you pay attention during the movie, like in the, one of the first scenes where they all, they're going to go get the water, you see people who have all sorts of disabilities. Like there's a yep. guy with no legs who's shuffling along yep. and, yep. um, and so a, a lot of the, the movie really focuses on disability, but also, um, how the environment affects that. And mm-hmm. what, what I mean by that is, you see the people in power who have access to wheelchairs and oxygen tanks and right. masks yeah. and chest yeah. protectors and, and uh,
1: exoskelet- exoskeletons yes. or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the people who don't, don't have power, right? Huh. And so you, you see this every they're all disabled. Uh, in some way or another. And and then most of them are impaired even, you know, because Mm -hmm. of the environment. So they only can, can get so high, so to speak. Right. And um, even all of the, the war boys, right. They're all dying. They all have diseases. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's, that's fascinating in that the power grab is with these external, um, I don't know, tools, I guess, that they use to overcome their disability and their environment to, to get to where they want to go. Um, that said, there are different, you know, Immortan Joe, um, doesn't want anybody to know that he's dying, right? Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. want anybody. The, the only person really that even knows he has these ailments is the, the doctor or whatever, who helps him put the stuff on. Right. Nobody else really does. Um, on the flip side, Furiosa, we see her without her hand <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Right. Like she, yep. she, she even as uh, I would say portrayed as more powerful without it. Yeah. Like when she beats mm-hmm. him up, she doesn't have it on mm-hmm. um, beats him up. That's to put it lightly, but um, okay. I love that scene <laughs> and like when, when they're she... fighting
1: and he's, he's oh. attached to the door who's attached mm-hmm. to the, 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 the war boy who's fainted and she, right. and they're <laughs> fighting and, Oh, and they're, and those, <laughs> and the brides are, they've got a chain mm-hmm. on him, Oh, right. yeah. and she's just <laughs> on top of him, Just boom. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. And he doesn't Just. pull any punches either, which I love. No, no. And that's the thing is that they, she really is a female disabled hero. Mm-hmm. And you know, that last scene where she's there, they show her without her arm on, you yep. know, and she's standing there injured and as a female and as a disabled person saying, here I am. Right. Yep. Um And so it's, it's super interesting. Even when you look at, um, Morton Joe, when when the one wife is taken and they cut the baby out, which is just yep. a fantastic scene. Um, <laughs> but he says he's perfect, you know, and the brother's like, he's perfect. You I know? had and, a
1: perfect brother.
2: Yep. Uh-huh. And that's what they were after. Like, that's what they, they've all genetically, they're all messed up now because of radiation, all the, yep. all the stuff. So he, yeah. he wants what he views as perfect, which is without any disabilities. Yep. Um, and, and it's, you know, just that kind of theme that goes with that for him in particular, but then you look at these other characters and especially like Furiosa, uh, and I'm not going to say it like that, but, uh, but like for her again, it, it's just a part of who she is. And like, that's how I try to live my life as well, because so much of what. People know or or their perspective on how they are to interact with someone who, let's say they're in a wheelchair or they're missing an arm or leg or they can't see or whatever happens to be, a lot of that is shaped by what they see in the media, on TV and in movies. And what are those characters typically portrayed as? They're either a villain Uh or they're a hero. They've overcome some obstacle amazingly, right? Or they're pitied. And so it's like, I'm just a normal guy, but people, because of what they see, hopefully they're not going to think I'm a villain, (laughs) but you know, a lot of them will, will simply be inspired because, Oh, I I must have overcome some amazing things because you have one arm, you have one hand. How could you possibly open a door while you're carrying something? I, it's it's mind blowing, you know? (laughs) Um, and so that's why there's such a push for inclusion of disabled actors to be just normal people on TV shows. Mm, like you right. just have. Like I would love to see a one-handed guy on a on an ensemble TV show, comedy or something, sure. who's just a normal guy, uh-huh. and it it like doesn't even come up. Right. Um, yeah. And so because, I mean. It, that's really so. So those are some of the things that kind of popped into my head, and hopefully we can, yeah, kind of spitball off of those. But
0: yeah, so just from just from my experience, real quick with you, like, like what you said about Furiosa, like they didn't even, like didn't make make a thing out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even real like you know obviously the first time I met you noticed that, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And you think about it from time to time, but like Aaron and I were talking about it um when you started doing living one-handed and the book and like you really start like wasn't it, there was like a moment at Culver's right that was like the yeah. catalyst
2: yeah, for yeah. all this right yeah i was uh eating dinner by myself at culver's because i am a party uh-huh. animal and uh <laughs> <laughs> it's like two blocks away from my house
1: Listen, you don't have tell to tell us about culver's. <laughs> culver's being a party animal part of your life so i want to go do that right now live it up
2: uh-huh. um but yeah, I was just sitting there and a mom and her little boy walked in and the little boy uh, had an arm like mine. And yep. I just was so, because up to that point, this is, I mean, years ago now, is in my early 30s, so probably almost 10 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I I never really thought about my arm at all. I mean, I made jokes and whatever, but I was just living a normal life. I wasn't doing anything intentional about it. Um, and then I saw this kid and I was like, this is like two blocks from my house. Like, This is mm-hmm. wild that someone else... Just yeah. like me here. And it didn't, you know, yeah. it meant a lot to them. I could tell because the mom basically chased me down as I was leaving and like just <laughs> kind of held her son there <laughs> and presented him to me like, look, you're the look. same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. But I could tell it was a big deal for her to see someone like her kid. Um, right. And right. then we actually became friends. He, he played soccer and a friend of mine was like, Hey, there's this kid over here running around with one hand. He was my friend's <laughs> soccer coach and I went over and I was like, I know that kid. I saw him once. <laughs> yeah, um, And so we're still friends. He's in college now. Um, and his wow. parents are both super awesome. But that was, yeah, that was like the first time where I really was like, you know, if it means this much for her to mm-hmm. see me yeah. eating by myself, um, uh-huh. what wow, could yeah. I do intentionally to help um, people who need it? You know, and I didn't really even yeah. know what that meant at the time. I don't know helping who or how to help them I, I didn't know so it took a while to kind of figure out what that meant for me right yeah. yeah well so
0: it's it's awesome um I just remember growing up or um you know being friends in high school and college and ever since and like Aaron and I were talking about the other day like never even thought about it honestly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like there was yeah like you could do like, you're better at sports than me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, like you're, I do actually, I do know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Both you're, you're better, better at sports than me and Steven combined. Yeah. But like, but what I mean is like it, like I, um, you just do so amazingly, um, that I never even noticed it. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. Um, So
1: something I'm just remembering right now, which actually relates to the conversation is I, I think, one of the main times I thought about it was when you and I, Ryan played the two princes in into Mm -hmm. the woods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You were Rapunzel's Prince. I was Cinderella's Prince. Amazing time. So fun. Um, (laughs) but I remember thinking, should we write something in Mm. to address the fact that Rapunzel's Prince only has one arm,
2: right? Like
1: it, it was, um, it was a fleeting thought and uh-huh. then i was like well yeah but why like just <laughs> right. it's written the way it's written just play the mm-hmm. part um right and then and then we were in um musical what was it musical comedy murder mysteries of comedy na- yeah of 1940, 1940 and the same 40 thing <laughs> yeah it's so. just like you're playing a role you have one hand and it's never addressed mm-hmm. right. um and mm-hmm. uh so there, there's that side of it. Then, then I want to also talk about Charlize Theron, who does have two arms.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: gets this part. I don't know if George Miller wrote it as a one-armed person, right? Mm, right. Um, I, I don't know that or not. So. That would be yeah. my guess. Um, because it's just, I mean, the, she also kills Immortan Joe with the prosthetic.
2: Yeah, like that's an amazing scene. Like if you look at that scene, he needs it. He needs that contraption to live. Right. And she literally uses hers to get rid of it and discards she, hers. Mm.
1: Yep. She ties yeah. it to the, to yeah. his prosthetic or to his yep. aid or whatever, yep. throws her arm into the gears of the car and yep. it tears, it kills <laughs> it. It is incredible. <laughs> yep. um, so I, I think just, I, I, we could probably talk about this for an hour, but e- even just briefly, what is, the, what is the attitude maybe that you have or that, that the community at large has about kind of a superstar being yeah. cast in a role like that?
2: Yep. Yeah. So you're right. This could be talked about for a long time. I actually have uh, several friends who are actors and they've been on shows that you have probably seen on TV. Um, and I, I reached out to them and just asked like what – because I think my uh, perspective, the way I feel about it is not the same as everyone else kind of okay, within right. – the disability community. I mean and that's one of the things I read in several articles is that there's no <laughs> there's no consensus, right? Uh-huh. And so mm. you ask 10 one-handed people how they feel about it, you'll probably get 5 to 10 different answers. Right. Um, and so there isn't like one answer for that question, which makes it difficult, but I think there are some things that are are pretty universal. Um, and so this in particular the big thing for studios is if they're going to get funding, they have to tie it to a big name. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to promise that they're going to draw people, that they're going to get butts in seats. Right. And how do they do that with a name? They get a big yeah. name. That's how they do it. And so you saw that with uh, Brian Cranston in that movie where he he paired, uh, played a paraplegic and oh, right, with Kevin Hart or
1: whatever yep. that came out
2: last year, yep. Yep. Oh, and yeah. he got tons of crap for it. And huh. like um, Scarlett huh. Johansson, she had two movies she backed out of because she was um, got so much backlash for for doing that. And so <clears throat> so I understand the financial aspect of it. My friend David Harold um, amazing actor um, sort of stage and screen. He's been like in law and order and crap like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was saying that the only way it will change um, is by audiences choosing not to support films that are cast that way. And so, and recently, They haven't done well at the box office because you have actors. So like for instance, that, because it's this weird cycle, right? Because you don't have many famous uh, actors in wheelchairs because they don't have the opportunity to get parts. Right. (laughs) And they're not going to be cast in a role because they're not famous enough, but they're not famous enough because they're not cast in any roles. (laughs) Right. right, And so it's, you, there has to be at some point, a shift, and you know, so like a great example is that movie Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen that oh, yeah. with Shia yep. LaBeouf. And yep. mm-hmm. um, I watched it on a plane, which was a mistake because I was yeah. Crying so did like Jessica. She was
1: it was the same thing with her, just <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> um, but like that is a movie that people didn't expect to do well, right? And people said, "I want to see an an authentic, a, a person in this role who is that, right?" Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and because they do exist, a lot of people are like, well, I mean, there probably just aren't very many good actors who have one hand and that just is, it's just patently false. I mean, everyone starts, I mean, Tom Hanks was in bosom buddies, like, give me a break, (laughs) you know, like you (laughs) give, give people an opportunity to do that. And so inclusion in Hollywood has been huge for years now. But disability has been on the on the short end of, of the stick when it comes right. to inclusion, yeah. Um, mm. And so, so really, it just—I mean, there just needs to be more opportunities. I mean, literally, opportunities at the casting calls for them to get in, yeah. Um, sure, you know. And so, I mean, that's a, a small thing, but but also a huge thing, right? Um, and so, it, it is one of those things where, from a financial aspect, I understand, and she's an amazing actress. She, I mean, I can't see anybody else in the role. I said this when I first saw it too. I wrote a a blog post about it. Um, I also think when it comes to disability, uh, no person with a disability should get something just because they're disabled. I don't think anybody would say that. Like I shouldn't get a role for a one-handed character only because I have one hand. (laughs) I should also be the best person for the job and I should Uh be qualified and a good actor and all of that stuff vice versa. You know, you wouldn't want it the, the other way either. And so, yeah. Um, so I think those are some of the, the big things, you know, that, that we can do is support and, and, however you feel, because I mean, acting, I remember Cranston actually said that. He said, when we're acting, we're playing characters. Like that's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Um, and yet he wouldn't play a black character. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, right. And so why is that different? And so I know, Many people in the disabled community would say, "The fact that I'm in a wheelchair is not something to be acted. It isn't a, you know, huh. it isn't uh, an accent. It isn't, you know, this is the way that I live. This is who I am." Right. Um, and it, again, you can see it from both ways. Some people would say, "Hey, he's the best actor, and he's playing a character. Good for him. Great. Makes a great movie." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other people would say, it, "It's an opportunity." For someone who really does use a wheelchair and who really is an actor <laughs> to be in sure, that role yeah. and right. to to break out in that role. Um, but I think the, the funding part of it is just so huge in, right. in Hollywood that it's a that's where there's a major sticking point for it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, that's super helpful. I think it it's even helpful for me to hear that it's like um, there are different takes on it and different views mm. on it. I mean, I came yeah. in assuming everybody with one hand thinks the same way. So I guess I'm wrong, but yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: I, I, I sometimes feel like I'm a bad advocate. Like, I, I, I almost got a t shirt that said bad advocate because I, I try to be, but yeah. like, I think the way that I've lived my life is, is different. And like, I will be the first to admit I have not experienced hardships because of my hand. Like, right. I mm-hmm. am mm-hmm. a white male middle class, like athletic. My, my friend Kyle said, I, he goes, dude, you basically hit the lottery besides like the hand thing. You, you basically hit the lottery, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> which is true. Like I have every advantage of being all of those things that my hand, ugh, I mean, it's minimal what I've yeah. had to, to overcome mm. per se. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and so I don't come from it, come to it from that that perspective um, yeah. i'm learning to to hear it and to see it from other people who you know my friend angel is an actress and she has such a hard time mm-hmm. getting roles and mm. and it's just like i just want to be an actor and just i sure. just want to be on a show and just be a part of an ensemble like it yeah. does the story doesn't have to be about me it doesn't have to be a plot point like i just want to be a person right you know
0: that is super duper interesting dude um, like, I I guess even just like we're hearing a different perspective from you right now. Um, like, yeah, the thought of Angel, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, Just wanting to be in a show. Like, that's one of the, the pictures from your book, Different is Awesome, that I love. And like, we we read it. Um, Isla and Aaron were reading it a couple weeks ago. I texted you a picture, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, I love the picture of all these different people, like different colors different Mm -hmm. ability you know shapes and sizes yeah Mm -hmm. and i love that picture and um you're you're like you're right like hollywood looks very similar Mm -hmm. you know they're like like we okay so we just recorded an episode on space camp oh nice and we were like (laughs) how is it that 90% Ninety percent of space camp was about twenty-one or twenty-two years old, even though they're supposed to be in high school. <laughs> yeah. tall, white, and
2: thin. Uh huh. Yep. Well, and that's <laughs> the know? thing. Like twenty percent of the population has a disability. You would never wow. know that, right. By yeah. watching TV or watching movies. Like, so if we're sending yeah. something to space, and then they come down, they're going to be like, "What? What is with one out of every five people has something going on with them? Like, what's happening there?" Right. Because I think it's something uh. like two or three percent of um the characters in in tv and movies um have some sort of a, a disability or whatever huh. so it's just it's not even close oh. to what real life is like
0: yeah sure and it's you know i mean you could probably say the same for even like even people of different sizes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right oh for sure um i mean like think about this is us right now mm-hmm. like we actually have a couple that's like representative of a lot of different people yeah throughout the country I mean, like basically when you watch TV, uh, everybody's thin and amazing looking <laughs> right? and like right. not like they have super abilities, you know what I mean? Like they're like,
2: <laughs> well, and, uh-huh. and we, we've
0: uh.
1: talked about even we talked about it on the Mad Max episode about yeah. our, our personal preferences often mm-hmm. revolve around that because that's what we were exposed to as kids um, and from sure. hollywood not even from parents right but from hollywood right. and so even as we make a list of movies that we love that we want to talk about on perfect movie that can feel samey same right mm-hmm. and so yeah. um i think even we need to be aware of that um so let, let me uh, we need to talk about some of these comments because i've still got to um <laughs> yeah. be in my bonnet about some of these things but i i just <laughs> okay. wanted just one more thing ryan to pick your mind about yeah. We are about to do, in the next month or so, Happy Gilmore.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: And there is, um, there is, uh, we've done s- several movies already. We're going to do more movies with people with one hand. I mean, at some point we're going to do Empire Strikes Back. Th- th- yep. There's like a lot of one-handedness in movies. Right. It's yep. a, a, su- a surprising amount, I think. <laughs> yeah. In Happy totally. Gilmore. <laughs> um chubbs's hand which was bitten off by an alligator (laughs) Alligator. is like the the main comedic thread for that character
2: Um, and so very obviously fake that's part of it
1: he's obviously grabbing a a wooden (laughs) hand with his other hand (laughs) um my my fear is after this conversation Mm. anthony and i will feel like oh well we have to tiptoe around this like what what, when you see something like that do you think? Oh, I'm so offended that no. Carl Weathers would stoop to that level. <laughs>
2: right. So I, I think, to me, comedy, I think is different. Like okay, uh, and mm-hmm. and so like, uh, what was that bowling movie with Bill Murray? Yeah, oh, Kingpin. Bowling. Bo- yeah, no, Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um. Because same same deal with that. Because the guy yeah. had a hook arm in that.
0: Right, Um, right.
2: and so, (laughs) so yeah, I don't know. To me, but I'm I'm not offended by much. Like I don't, uh, and Uh I. So those are my kind of jokes. Like I think that's hilarious. The fact that. Carl Weathers is clearly just holding a fake hand with his hand in his sleeve.
1: And little like, by little throughout the movie, he's losing wooden fingers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't think you have to tiptoe. I think as long as you're aware, like you're just thinking, okay, how does this come across? Now, I can tell you, I think there are plenty of people who would be offended by that or okay. probably are yeah. offended by that. Um, you know, some people are offended that, um, at Captain Hook, like, oh, Oh. kids, the only, the only image they have of someone with a fake Mm. hand is Captain Hook, this villain. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, which I, I understand, Mm -hmm. but to me, it's like, okay, as, as a parent, it's, it's your job to teach your kids about fictional characters
1: Uh and about how
2: not every person who has a hook arm. Mm-hmm. is a captain or an evil person right like, yeah. um and so there are just i don't know there are things that we can do to kind of mitigate um the perceived damage that that could have right um yeah. but it really is just being uh, aware and conscious of of how we're thinking about it and i think just looking and saying okay what what am i um feeling about this this character and what you know what are they portraying this to be like because they don't as much as we want to say they don't represent everyone the fact of the matter is they do i mean Mm -hmm. when i see i'm trying to think there was some movie i saw i'm completely blank i don't even remember what it was but i remember i saw somebody with one hand in the movie they weren't even a main character it was just somebody in the movie and i just was like oh my gosh like there there i am right yeah it's yep. just mm-hmm. this this yep. representation that you don't see that if you, like you were saying, um, Anthony, and I don't remember who said it now, but just like all these movies about like white guys, like mm-hmm. as a white right. guy, you never think, oh, wow, I'm represented. <laughs> you know, you yeah. just don't because Finally. You're, con- you're constantly <laughs> represented.
0: Right. And and so- they're
2: doing a movie about me. <laughs> yeah. Finally, a
1: movie that Tom Hanks stars in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: But like, imagine being someone who is in the uh, minority groups, a, a group that's yeah. not represented seeing that. Like, that's yeah. why in my, that's why I wanted to make this kid's book with a, a character who had one hand, because I was like, I've never seen a kid's book with a character with one hand. Yep. And like, I'll, I'll never forget. There's this little kid in the UK, actually friends with his mom on Instagram. And she sent me this video of him and he, like, he couldn't speak yet. He couldn't say words.
0: Mm-hmm. He was
2: that young but I remember he turned the page and he saw the first page where it shows the, the character with one hand uh, completely mm-hmm. and he, his eyes widened and he hit the page mm. and he looked at his mom and like he knew, like yeah. he recognized mm. and it blew, like, I'm going to cry right now. Like it <laughs> blew me away because that was not initially like my full intention with it. I didn't think like, this is going to be my mission, but then to see over time how important that has been, yeah. to families and to kids to see themselves in in literature has been mind-blowing for me yeah Dude, that's, that's awesome
0: is so cool I mean we we talked about on space camp which you'll hear soon enough whenever it comes out uh that stories are like we're talking about like developing your canon like what are you what stories are you built on and so like I know that your book is doing an awesome thing with that that people can see themselves in it and they're building in that Canon like you Know a story that looks like me. I mean, even my girls, we saw a dude, but he had one leg standing there. And uh, Isla was like, Hey, look, we know somebody like that. You know, like somebody that has, <laughs> I don't know, like yep. we had literally st- like, like that. You know, that they like Lily literally just said, Different is awesome. You know, yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it's in her, um, it's in their mind. Yeah, um, dude, I heard this thing on a podcast, I can't remember where it was, um, where they were talking about getting like known in a movie and they were like you need to have a good performance in a good movie that is seen. Mm-hmm. You need to have two out of those three things. <laughs> right. So you need to have a good performance uh-huh. in a movie that is good that is actually seen by people. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So like um that's that's how to like be discovered. That's how to like have a great career. And so I, I'm even gonna like hope that Angel Mm -hmm. you know hope that some of these people have more and more of those yeah um a great performance that is seen in a great in a great movie Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome for sure
1: yeah i think um i think one way probably parents in particular could help here is to expose their kids to a variety of um i mean i'm just thinking like if 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 you're thinking about like well we don't want it to be like captain hook right well Mm -hmm. then expose your kids to movies where um one-handed people are heroic. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got the hero's journey story in in Luke <laughs> yeah. Skywalker, and then right. you've got the other end of that, which is the one armed man and the fugitive. And, right. and th- there are a lot of ways to expose, I don't know where Chubbs Peterson <laughs> fits in all that. <laughs> he might have his own trajectory. Uh-huh. But right there right. there are ways to um, even in this kind of imperfect Hollywood world that we live in, to be able to expose mm-hmm. Um, our kids to different images of different people, which is cool.
2: Right. Yeah. And I like I travel a country, not right now because we nobody can, but I travel a country and I go to schools and I do school assemblies for elementary kids, Mm -hmm. which I mean, if you really want to evaluate your life, just go stand in front of like 400 (laughs) third graders and just just be like, what am I doing right now? But like (laughs) one of the things I love to do is just be in front of them Mm -hmm. And show them that I'm a person, right? Like it seems so basic. It seems so simple. Yeah. But most of them have not seen someone like me, Mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad or otherwise. And so I, in in many cases, am the first person they've seen who has one hand. And so I get to come in there and I get to be funny and I get to help them understand how to be friends with someone who looks different than they do, which, spoiler alert, we're all different and we're all awesome and we can all be friends with each other. So, yeah, um, right. But really just to to um help them understand that just because someone looks different mm-hmm. doesn't mean that there's something special about them or evil or great or whatever. Yeah. They're a person like you are. Yeah. Um yeah. and so, you know, just helping kids to see that and like encouraging parents like you said, if, if you see someone and you can see that your kid is about to yell something inappropriate, (laughs) like Uh engage with them. Like I think so many times parents just kind of rip their kids away because they're embarrassed, which I get. Yeah. Um, But then you're also like teaching your kid to be afraid or embarrassed or ashamed when they see someone who's different, like don't engage with them, run away from them. (laughs) Right. And that's not Mm -hmm. our intention. It's totally not our intention. We just want to not be embarrassed, but it may be a little harder, but Like get down on a knee and ask your kid, like, do you, did you notice that that person is in a wheelchair? Like, are you Mm -hmm. curious about why that is or whatever? Yeah. And then maybe try to help them engage with that person be polite and ask them a question. Not everyone will want to engage. Not everybody likes or wants to be questioned. And so, you know, don't expect everyone to like be super all about it every time. Um, I usually am, but that's, that's me. That's who I am. I love to engage in that and to help. Um, Yeah. But really just, I would say. Help your kids to engage and to not be afraid to to view them just as, as anyone else. How would you go ask someone else a question, right, um, if they weren't in yeah. a wheelchair? Yeah. Um, so just teaching them those those simple ways to interact with people will make such a huge difference, I think, in the long run. Yeah. That's great.
1: Well, awesome. Thanks, Ryan, for sharing that I with know. us. I think we are sure. all in agreement that Furiosa is an amazing character in a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's exactly right.
0: Um, so now is the time where do I get to rechange my vote? <laughs> <laughs> nope, you the said old, it. when you, you said opened it. up, Ryan. When you opened up, I was like, oh crap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, we should put it back up for a vote and see what happens now.
1: <laughs> well, before we do, yeah. let me read you some of the feedback we got. Ryan, can you stick around a little bit longer?
2: Yes, of course.
1: Okay. Um Cindy wrote. <sighs> That I spent three ninety nine on this movie, and set aside time to watch it is a tens- It's a testament to how much I value Steven's opinion. I made it twenty minutes before starting fast forwarding. I'm not sure if that made it better or worse. <laughs> a Clockwork Orange is no longer my least favorite movie. Oof.
0: Um, you want me to read Margaret? Yeah, you sure. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm Anthony, and my husband is Steven. W- Wait, what? Yeah, Am <laughs> she's, I she's right? you,
1: She's you, and her okay. husband's me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me start over. I'm Anthony, and my husband is Steven. WM, so Walter Mitty, is my fave. He's like, meh. He loves M.M., and I'm like, snooze. Steven, I'm so confused. <laughs> You said you didn't like Slow and Secret Life because.
1: Of... <laughs> Maybe I should have this book. One. <laughs> You, you should Keep
0: book. going. Uh, okay, start with because. And I'll, I'll just keep going. Because it lacked story depth. So you didn't like Secret Life of Walter Manny because it lacked story depth. What the heck, dude? Mad Max storyline. Let's drive on this road. Let's turn around and drive back. Ha ha. <laughs> well, I love a good female <laughs> badass. Ooh, beep! It also is somehow canceled out by the unnecessary wet T-shirt esqueness of it. Two hours of fight scenes lost my attention. Now that I had my own Walter Mitty moment, daydreaming about better movies.
2: <laughs> Ouch! That's just a little taste. <laughs> I'm both of you. I lo- I love both of these movies.
0: I know you. You're you're on the camp of Walter Mitty too.
1: Yeah. Let me let me just let me just really quick address this. I never said it yep. lacked story depth. Walter Mitty. I said it was too commercial, too heavy-handed, which I stand by. (laughs)
0: Here's
1: here's what I think. I'm just going to say this one more thing. I think you watch Mad Max and there is so much confidence that George Miller has that what he's making is perfect. And I am just able to go with that. I think Ben Stiller feels a little bit unsure of himself. And so he has to add a bunch of stuff in to be like. Mm. I was thinking about when my kids show me a YouTube video, and they're watching me. Did I already use this example? They're not watching. No, but I know it. They're watching me. Like, it's funny, right? It's funny,
0: right? And I'm like,
1: I'm watching. I see it's funny. Let me watch the thing. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: I get it, Ben Stiller. I get it. (laughs) Where George Miller is like, boom! Here's this thing in your lap. If you like it. Or don't. Who gives a rip? But it's perfect. <laughs> um, also, I, I get th- it. I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I could go on and on. I get it, Cindy. I get it, Margaret. But this isn't called pleasant movie. It's called perfect movie.
2: And that next <laughs> is that.
1: James wrote, Stephen. I think you get a, did a great job defending this one. Thanks for the podcast. Now I noticed he didn't say if he was convinced.
0: <laughs> no. Well, dude. I still have to go back on the record. I had a blast watching it for the second time. Yep. I can't wait to watch it for the third in the black and chrome edition. Oh,
1: yeah. I got to send that to you.
0: Um, oh, yeah. We forgot too. to mention the band instruments. Right. Somebody sent us a message. And, and actually, like I, I think it would be a funny edit um, to write when the band instruments, you know, the very end of the movie, right? Or they're like when the truck crashes and all the band instruments fly like at 240 <laughs> frames per second or whatever. The 3D, think, but right. it's
2: not 3D. I know exactly. that part
1: where the, where the good guitar is like, ooh, remember this guitar?
0: <laughs> yeah. Here comes
2: the steering wheel.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Well, the steering wheels. Yeah. The steering wheels are different. Like if I had not watched the actual, like I watched the behind the scenes filming of that particular part that was done in super slow-mo. Yeah. It looked exactly like that. Wow! Like I would have been like, this is weird. If I mean, it's super cool. The steering wheel, a different story, because they totally added that as a 3D. Yeah. Like, wee! right? Whoa! Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, that is exactly the way it looked like in practical effects. A weird trombone. Yeah. You know. And but, anyways, I think they should edit though the sound that we put when a movie doesn't make the perfect movie, like that. <laughs>
1: like, Which oh, you have brruh. heard on this episode already.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good edit, though. Right there. Just throw that in. Yeah,
1: yeah, good one. Okay. Well, I did my darndest. Didn't work. Um, but if you have anything else to say about Mad Max, which I certainly do, you can uh, comment on our website, Facebook, Instagram, even send us an email. All those things are two gomers. Um, you can go to iTunes and leave us some feedback. We'd love that. You can do that right now. That helps us get in more people's ears um we want to thank jason for our graphics and adam for our webmaster check out 11 almost 12 years pertinent to 12 years of uh the gomers on two gomers our other feed two gomers run for their lives we're doing lose 20 in 2020 right now if you're new to the gomers you could start with our 10th anniversary episodes there and then join us in losing 20 in 2020 we want to say thank you to our first ever guest ryan hack check out his website livingonehanded.com buy his book Different is awesome on Amazon. Um, anything else you want to plug, dude? Uh, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what
2: about your Instagram? Yeah, I mean, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and, and TikTok whatever, at Living One Handed. Yeah, I have a couple different <laughs> TikTok accounts. Who doesn't nowadays? I'm just at One Handed, right? Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I'm doing that. It's actually been really nice. So it's, it's been fun. Cool. (laughs) All right.
1: Thanks, guys. Next week. Next week. Oh, no. I'm going to release this episode midweek next week because I need to get on a new schedule. This is my planner in (laughs) action here. I'm sick of releasing results episodes three weeks later. We are going to get into a rhythm where we do a movie and then the results are right after that. So that means I got to release this one midweek. So this one's coming out on Wednesday, Friday is whatever the listener choice is. We don't even know what it is yet.
2: I don't know how anyone can choose between those four.
1: Yeah, so we've got Back to the Future versus Goonies.
2: Which I just watched. Okay, sweet.
1: Two sweet movies. Raiders of the Lost Ark versus Big. Same casting directors. You're right. (laughs) 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 And then those those the two winners will people know this already because they already know the results when this episode comes out oh right so congratulations back to the future (laughs) that's my guess
2: i might go indiana jones
1: yeah it's gonna be one of those two right it's gotta be
0: i think so yeah Yep. definitely
1: okay well i can't wait to talk about raiders of the lost ark (laughs) on our next episode
0: what about big
1: i like the goonies <laughs> all right dudes have a great week
0: you too bro
2: thanks for and having me guys
0: I really had a good time super fun having you here dude
1: and happy viewing